You're listening to episode number 16 of the Luke Page podcast. Make sure you click subscribe so you can stay up to, up to date with every episode that I launch every couple of weeks. You can also find me um, on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore. And this episode is all about getting back on the horse when times are tough. Welcome to the Luke Page Podcast. I am here to inspire people to live a life that they love. It's why I do what I do. Join me on the pursuit of my life's vision and my own business success through meeting amazing business owners, entrepreneurs, and forward-thinking people that are here to make impact and change the world. Okay, everyone, what is happening? Um, well, it is the 26th of March, 2020, and <laughs> we're living in crazy times. The world is coming to an end. I shouldn't be laughing. Look, it's not. It's not coming to an end. Um, but we're obviously living in tough times right now. COVID-19 slash corona, whatever you call it, is taken over the world. It's slowly taking over the world, but it's taking over our lives and it's really turned our lives upside down. It's it's something that none of us have ever lived before. I mean, anyone listening to this right now, there's a high, high chance um, that none of us, you haven't lived through anything like this. I was speaking to my nana the other day. Um, how, my nana's 89 and I was I was asking her, you know, have you lived through anything else like this? And she said, you know, it reminds her of uh, World War Two and what happened back then. And she said that there was polio going around. And um, she said it was, you know, somewhat similar where um, life had turned upside down. But uh, unless uh, my nana's listening to this, which I don't think she she is, because uh, my nana's funny because... Um, she has like, she's the type of person, obviously she's 89, right? So she's um, not really up with today's technology. So she's got a mobile, but she's the type of person that doesn't know how to use it, never use it. You have to call the home phone number. She's probably the only person left in the world that actually has a home phone number, yeah? And um, whenever I call her up, um, <laughs> whenever I call her up, I always pretend to be someone from the phone company. Um, and I like I literally get her every single time, and she's like, I always rings, like rings three times, like bleh, 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 bleh. she always picks up the third time, and she's like, hello, and I'm, oh hello, is that is Gwen there, please, Gwen Temby, and she's like, yes, this is Gwen, I'm like hello, Gwen, it's Luke here from Telstra, how are you going today, and, and she's like, oh, and she's she's a type of girl where um, lady where she um uh, she kind of like. Uh, even though she'll get herself in positions where she wants to leave. Like, you know how some people just hang up and go, F off. Uh, she'll actually stay on the phone because she doesn't want to put the other person out or hurt their feelings or anything like that. So anyway, I'll um, I'll pretend to be a, a like a salesman for a, you know, a couple of minutes and then I'll just basically say, Nana, it's Luke. And she's like, oh, Luke, you always get me. I thought it was you. Anyway, um, where were we, eh? Uh, getting back to things. So, look, I, it's we're going through crazy times right now, and I thought I'd do a podcast on, um, you know, getting back on the horse when times are tough because, like, you know, I finished up a recent launch of mine about 
like a bit over a week and a half ago. And um, like I do after every single launch, I take a break for one to two weeks. So a couple of days after it was all wrapped up, I logged off. I logged off all social media. So Instagram, logged off. Facebook, logged off. LinkedIn, um, I, st- I, I, st- I stayed logged in there, but I don't I don't use LinkedIn. I'm shocking on LinkedIn. Uh, Twitter, yeah, same thing. I mean, I've got Twitter. I've got a Twitter account. I think I've got one follower. So um, I don't even know what my Twitter handle is. Is it at? I think just if anyone's listening to this, at Luke Page underscore underscore underscore. Um, that's on Instagram, but also on Twitter. Go and follow me. Like I don't even, is it classic? Is that the terminology for Twitter? I don't even know. Anyway, Twitter's for like old people, I believe. So um, yeah, if you're listening to this and you had a Twitter account and you're young, apologies, no offense. But anyway, um, so I logged off all social media platforms. I um, turned the radio off, yeah, because obviously all the news is going around. The, the news about the world's coming to an end, the world's coming to an end. And I was just sick of it, yeah. I was just so sick of it. So I turned the radio off. And it's like I, I had been like you, most likely. I had been pulled in and roped into it. And I was, you know, listening to radio all day and watching all the news and all that type of thing. So I was just like, you know what, I'm taking a break here. I'm logging out of social media. I'm taking a break from that. I'm taking a break from the all the, the crap news that's going on. So no more radio, I said. No more TV. Done with the news. No news. And then Courtney and I went away. Um, and basically on this trip, on this little holiday, we had three rules. The rule number one was no discussion about work, yeah, because shit's been going down at work um, with Courtney because times are challenging, right? Um, And I was like, let's not discuss any work at all. Works, no discussion. Rule number two was no discussion about the bloody virus, yeah? Enough about that shit. Like, let's just stop and live a normal life for a number of days. Um, And rule number three was no talking about Courtney's lips. Now, um... (laughs) Courtney had like kind of cracked lips and she, she'd she been talking about it. She's like, oh, my lips, my lips, my lips. So I'm like, rule number three is no talking about your lips, baby. We're, st- we're taking a break from talking about your lips. So that were the three walls. No talking about work, no talking about the virus, no talking about your lips. Cool. So on this holiday, we actually went, um, we went swimming with uh, dolphins and seals in the wild, yeah? So we're like, this is legit in the wild with dolphins and seals, which was, I was actually quite surprised because... Um, like literally in like I thought like you maybe have to swim in like a net and they swim around the outside. This is like legit jumping in the water off this boat and there's like we kind of we we like sailed up to this rocked area like in the middle of the kind of the ocean and there's all these like seals like chilling on these little rocks and heaps of seals just like swimming around and then like they just said jump out in the water and go swim with them. So we're like in the water swimming with seals and mind you like swil- like the seals are like, you know, jumping around playing with each other and all that type of thing and they're literally hitting you yeah like there's hitting you like that's how close and they're just like chilling there i'm talking like 30 centimeters away um two seals like just playing with each other like kind of bite nature like play biting yeah and like we're just like chilling there like swimming like floating just looking at them and they, they didn't even care i was like i was i was like i was like this is crazy and then underneath this, because we, we were at like a shallow area, it was only three meters deep, so you could see the bottom and everything. And then there's like big stingrays, like they're swimming along the bottom, and stingrays freak me out. Anyone that knows Steve Irwin, Steve Irwin's like a, um, uh, I don't even know how to describe him. He's like, he's an Australian, um, 
He's an Australian famous person that like, uh, what did he do? He's like, a, a, he's into wildlife and looked after different animals. I'm not, I'm not explaining this good, but anyway, Australian, he's like this Australian dude. Yeah. He's the animal guy of Australia and he actually died. Um, he was like, he would always get in the cage with crocodiles and um, I don't know, dang, like snakes and stuff like he'd pick up snakes and he just used to handle all these dangerous animals and he ended up, um, he got killed by a stingray. He was swimming with stingrays and they, one of them, the stingray shot the tail, the arrow, like the barb went through his uh, chest and into his heart and he died. So yeah, everyone in Australia probably gets freaked out by stingrays because of that exact thing. So, you know, I'm, I'm probably like two meters above this stingray, this floating there and it's got this big barb on the end of its tail. I'm like freaking out a little bit. So that was a bit scary. Um... And, uh, yeah, so then we got back in the boat and then we like kind of uh, moved over to a different location. Then we went for looking for dolphins. And, um, yeah, do- the dolphins were, like, they wouldn't stay in the same spot as the seals. Like, the seals that stayed in the same spot, the dolphins actually swam around. So we literally had to kind of, like, sw- um, sail into their path, if that makes sense, jump into the back of the boat, jump in the water, and then just like watch them kind of like just jump past us and stuff like that and, and swim under us. And then we'd get back in the boat and, you know, sail back forward in, in front of their path and get back in the water again. Um, so that was really cool, but it was fucking freezing, yeah? It was like really cold and it was a, a crappy day. It was windy out there and the wetsuits at this um, place provided were the shittiest wetsuit in the world. So that took a little bit off um, the experience because it was so cold. But anyway, um, this is not a podcast about uh, seals and dolphins. <laughs> this is not. A, this is about getting back on the horse when times are tough. Anyway, I just thought I'd share that with you. I went off on a tangent there. Didn't even know what I was talking about. Um, anyway, so like, yeah, once we'd done that, we went back to the hotel, yeah, and we stayed at this really nice boutique hotel. Um, and, you know, we hadn't been watching the news, right? No, no radio, no news, anything like that. Not speaking to anyone about the bloody virus. So we were like, just we didn't know what was going on, and we didn't really want to know. We we're just like, yeah, doing our own thing. We just, when we got back to the hotel, we noticed things were changing. Like people were moving, like the staff were moving things around and everything like that. And we're like, what's going on? And then we, uh, one of the staff members told us that you know, there's there's new laws now. You have to keep 1.5 meters distance from each other, which means that for the restaurant, you know, we've got to space the tables out. So that night we actually had dinner at their one of their restaurants at the hotel, which is a really really nice fine dining restaurant. And it was just weird because it's normally you know really busy and packed there, and it's booked out and everything like that. And look, it was still booked out, but the um, the tables were like spaced three meters apart, and it was just like weird because everyone was kind of there. You know, there's a couple at every table, but everyone's giving each other like slightly weird looks, like what the hell's going on, like, and giving each other strange glances. So. Um, that's where the weirdness started, right? And we had still, like, again, we hadn't been following the news. Um, and anyway, like, we once we finished our little holiday, we um, we drove back home. And, um, yeah, that's when I logged back onto social and started to find out what was going on, yeah? And I saw that all of Instagram, Facebook, you know, covered with everyone talking about the virus. Um and um, yeah, that's when I started. I turned, we turned the news on, and we started watching the news and finding out like what the hell's going on, and realizing, okay, this has got a lot worse since we logged off a number of days ago. And um, yeah, look, I mean, the thing is, is I, I, I always avoid, excuse me, I always avoid 
um, negative environments, yeah? So if there's an environment where it's talking about doom and gloom, yeah, or it's spreading fear type thing, or just anything that makes you feel shite, I will avoid it and I'll retreat type thing. And it's, it's because I went through a you know, challenging part in my life where I was surrounded by a negative environment um, and a, you know, in a quite intense negative environment for a number of years. And because of that exposure and the pain associated with it, I, I, I just retreat from it whenever it comes up in my life, yeah? So, I mean, it's a big reason why I'm always, well, a majority of the time, positive, yeah? It's a big reason why I really um, strive to be positive and optimistic in my life and everything like that because I don't want to go back and relive a part of my life. So when I saw this stuff going on online, I'm like, uh, you know, I, I don't want to be a part of it, right? And the thing was, because of that, and I knew that every, you know, everyone on Instagram is talking about it and shit like that, and there's coaches that I kind of look up to and people I look up to, and they're talking about the bloody virus and shit like that and how to get through it. And I was, I was like, I, I don't know how to get back into my business and get back onto social because I'm just... I'm conflicted right now, yeah? And I'm, when I want to say I'm conflicted is that I, I'm conflicted between doing, the, I guess, the right thing and doing my thing. So the right thing would be to actually address and start talking about the virus like everyone else is because, you know, people are scared right now. My thing would be to get back on and just, you know, spread my positive vibes, business as usual type thing and just act like it's not even going on. But, you know, both, I, I, I was conflicted because either of those options, I, I was feeling dishonest, yeah? I was feeling dishonest whichever way that I went. And then that just made me feel, de- it just made me feel demotivated. Normally, I'm pumped to get back into my business after I've had a little break. This time, I wasn't. I was just like, oh, I can't be, I can't be fucked. And I just don't want to get, a, I don't want to be a part of this thing. I was just like sitting around for a couple of days. And it got to Wednesday and I had a client call. Um, and I said that, you know, I said that Wednesday is the day that I'm kind of getting back into things. And I woke up on Wednesday morning and I had a, I had a client call in the early morning. And leading into it, going into it, I was just like, I couldn't be, I, I was just like feeling shit. I was feeling like demotivated. I was kind of like, hey, I've got a client call here. And I'm like, I'm about to get on this thing, but I'm just not feeling pumped. And, you know, I was, I was before, just before I got on that call, I was like, Luke, I have to seriously step up here. Yeah. Like, I have to be a leader um, because, you know, my clients, my audience is relying on me and I have to get out of this rut. So I jumped on that call and I smashed it out. And the thing is, is that the, the probably the, I mean, I left that call feeling awesome. I left that call feeling pumped and I'm like, you know, I'm back. Yeah. And that's where I did it. I did a story on Instagram saying I'm back. But one of the biggest things about that call was my actual client. The, the, one of the biggest things that inspired me is that my my client's attitude was like she's actually pumped for the next three months. She actually is really pumped about what's going on in the world, and she's pumped about the people that she can help because she's like, man, because of the, what's going on in the world, people need my help even more. And I'm like, that's just like that was like when when she said that, I'm like, it's so bloody true. It's the same story for me, yeah? There's people that need me right now and I need to step up and I can't let my shit, my demotivation get in the way and there's no difference for me, there's no difference for you. It's the exact same story for yourself. So 
This is um, all of that. Basically, my story behind this is it, that's the reason why I wanted to do this podcast. Yeah, that's the reason why I wanted to talk about getting back on the horse when times are tough. Because, you know, if you're listening to this, there's a good chance that you're probably down and out or you've been down and out um, and this shit has affected you. Right. So, you know, my advice is like if you're feeling anxious and overwhelmed right now about the world and your situation and your business and your life or whatever it is, my advice, first advice, I'm going to give you three steps here that I went through um, and what I'd suggest. The first is to actually take a break. Now, you may have already taken a break right now. Maybe you haven't. Maybe you think you've taken a break, but you haven't actually taken a break. Now, this is what a real break is. A real break is actually disconnecting um, from all the shit that is fueling your mind, body, spirit right now, yeah? So, when I say take a break, what I actually mean is actually take a real break. If you've been like, you know, let's just say that you're not working right now, and you've been at home, you're stuck in home, but you've been sitting on social media all day, you've got the news playing in the background, you're speaking to all your friends and family, and you're freaking out, that's not a break. So this is the first thing I recommend that you do. For two to three days minimum, yeah, at least two to three days, take a break and log out and disconnect from everything. Now, if you're not used to doing this shit, this will feel very hard and it's almost like you're going to... Most of us actually have an addiction to social media. I mean, every three months I take a break from social media and like I'm programmed, yeah? Like when I take a break, it takes me a couple days to stop reaching for my phone and going to the Instagram or the Facebook app, yeah? Like we literally condition and program ourselves to get that hit to get that hit. So this will be like coming off an addiction. And if you haven't done this, it literally feels like coming off an addiction because the truth is you actually are addicted and we are addicted. That's what social media does. The first thing is that you've got to log out of social media. So Instagram, see you later. Facebook, see you later. TikTok, see you later. Anything that you use, LinkedIn, seriously, get rid of it and log out of it. Okay? And you must do it. You must like seriously log out of it because if you just go, oh, I'm not going to use it, you will automatically pick your phone up and click on that app, yeah? So make sure you log out of it. The next thing is you've got to stop watching and listening to the news, yeah? You've got to stop all this shit, this fear talk that's feeding you. So you've got to turn your TV off and you've got to turn your radio off. And you also have to turn, you have to say no more discussions with friends and family. And you actually have to tell them. You have to say to your friends, hey, look, I'm taking a break. Can you please not talk to me about it? Same with family. I'm taking a break. Please not talk to me about it. And please respect my time with this. Um, if you can't trust your friends or family with this, and not from a bad trusting, but I get it. Friends and some friends and family are freaking out and they must talk about it. Just just say, look, you're taking a break from them and don't even communicate with them. And you're just having this big break yeah and look it's not for, it's only for two to three days that's it but you're disconnecting and if it means that you want to jump on netflix and watch some movies and shit like that that's fine yeah but the main thing is is you stop feeding your mind full of fear that is the number one thing which means that you have to get off social media you have to stop peak speaking to people that are fueling the fear which is probably majority of people in your life and you have to stop watching the news yeah Okay, after you've done two to three days and you've actually taken a break, your mind has had a rest from the fear, yeah? Then what you want to do is you want to do something 
that step two is that you want to do something in your business or your life that makes you feel refreshed. That makes you feel, this is what I say, makes you, makes you actually say, ah, that's what you want to do. So for example, when I, after I took my break, I um, then like, okay, what can I do to get back into my business that makes me kind of motivates me more? And I'm like, you know, I, I've been wanting to do my rebranding for a few weeks now. Let's actually do it. So like I sat down for half a day and I went through all these new colors that I'm going to use in my brand, played around with things and I ended up making a branding page and got all the color codes and everything like that and spent like a number of hours doing this. Um, and yeah, I created like a new brand for my my business. Um, so I updated my colors that I use in my logo and I updated colors on my podcast page, which like I love. Have you checked out my new podcast page? Like, it is sick. I love it so much. Look at that compared to my other one. I'll have to put like a comparison on my page. But it's sick. Like, and, and like after I did the rebranding, and you know, it's something I've been kind of putting off knowing that I should do. And it's, my, mind you, it's a project that I've wanted to do, yeah? Because sometimes, you know, we've got projects where we know we should be doing it, but we've been putting it off because we don't want to do it. This is a project where I know I should be doing it and I also want to do it, yeah? So you want, it's important that you do something that you want to do. So um, yeah, you can do something similar or maybe your branding's all good. Um, but maybe instead of that, maybe you can, you know, you've got a laptop which is dirty and filthy and messy as fuck and you can clean it up. May, I may, maybe you've got like your desktop screen is full of files and you can't even see any back screen and all your folder folders and like they're not aren't, they're disorganized maybe you can just organize that maybe you can maybe your phone's like messy as fuck and it's full of photos and videos and crap that you don't need and all this crap that everyone sends you go through and delete all your phone go through and rearrange all your apps maybe you can start a project that you've been wanting to do yeah, but you've been putting off, but you've been really wanting to do. Start that. Get that going. Maybe you can clean your house. Maybe you can clean a cupboard, clean a room, whatever it is. Something that you've been put, like putting off, yeah, that you've been wanting to do, that you know that when you do it, at the end of it, it's going to make you feel, ah, yeah? So it's going to make you feel proud. It's going to make you feel accomplished. This is a really, really important step. After you take your break, do something that makes you go, ah, yeah? Well, maybe not that. Ah. Makes you go, ah. Makes you feel good. Because then that's going to lead you into step three. And step three is getting back into things. So getting back into things doesn't mean that you go back to your old ways, right? Of watching um, the news 24-7, talking to your friends and family about the world's ending, jumping on social media and just absorbing all the crap that's on the virus, Yeah. You'll be really strict with this and you have to be disciplined with this. You don't want to go back to old ways, yeah? So um, set yourself some boundaries. Now, I'm not saying don't listen to the news or anything, watch the news or anything like that. Um, but like, don't turn have the TV on nonstop and listen to the radio and things that continuously expose you to the message that the world is ending because that's what news does. News, like fear, sells, right? Fear and negative stuff sells. And that means that ultimately the news is not 100% true. The news will always be twisted to make you make things seem worse than it actually is. That is an absolute truth. The news, 
cells by fear, which means that he's in their best interest to twist the truth to make things as scary and fucked up as possible so it hooks you in. So that, if that's the truth, just let it go for a bit, yeah? Now, to stay up to date with what's going up on the world, which is important in times like these, if you don't think, what you can do is maybe you know commit to watching the, the news once every 48 hours, yeah? Say, okay, for, for half an hour, an hour, once every two days, I'm going to watch the news. Or you can maybe ask someone that you trust to fill you in, to say, like, you've got a friend or family member that can speak to you for half an hour, an hour, and fill you in with what's going on in the world. And just so you can keep up to date with things, right? Because what we want to be doing moving forward is that we, we, if you're, you're not going to be able to build your business and get out of this when you're operating from a state of fear and a negative state and your state of you're freaking out, yeah? You need to be in an optimistic state. You need to be in a hopeful state. You need to be in a positive attitude. You need to be vibing high, yeah, not vibing low. So you, it's important that we cut out all that BS. But saying that, I do believe it is important in times like now that you do stay up to date with what's going on in the world. But guess what? One, like 10 minutes, 15 minutes, half an hour uh, every one to two days is enough to keep you on the ball to just give you a guidance and a feel with what's going on. You don't need to smash it out hours and hours and hours each day. So that's the, it's almost like you're going on an information diet or a news diet with what's going on in the world. Yeah. The next thing around that is that morning rituals are really, really important in times like these. If you don't have a morning ritual, like you just got to get one. If, you, if you're going to be a peak performer, you just have to have a morning ritual. Like a morning ritual is a set of activities and um, things that you do basically gets you in a great state to start your day so you can smash your day out, yeah? Um, I, I mean, it's I, I really, if you look at any anyone that's just any amazing leader in the world, yeah, like they everyone does. Like seriously, I don't know anyone that doesn't do an amazing, like a powerful morning ritual. So if success is, that's what they're doing, you just got to copy it. You got to do what everyone else is doing. So if you don't have a morning ritual, um, look it up, get some information about different ideas you can do. But it's times like now where you're just in the morning, you meditate. Yeah, it's really important to meditate and just you know slow things down. Um, you know, be grateful for what you've got. Just write down what you're grateful for, especially times like now. You know, you can. There's, there's reasons to complain. There's there's a lot more reasons to talk about the things that we don't have because we're losing a lot of shit, right? So it's even more important that we appreciate the things that we do have and actually realize that. So it's going to help a lot. Um, journaling, of course, getting your thoughts out of your mind, under paper, writing things down, doing things like yoga, you know, just being still, being present. This is really, really important. So that's your morning ritual type stuff. Um, and then lastly, and this is the most important part, yeah, is that you've got to turn to people um, and follow people that are actually spreading hope and optimism. The only way that you're going to get through times like this is being in the right environment. And being in the right environment right now is means it's going to it's going to have to be an online environment because you know we're stuck in our houses. We are we're in well, I wouldn't say solitude, but you know we can't really go out. We can't go to seminars and everything like that right now. So it's got to be online. So you've got to find people. Um, and whether it's a group of people, whether it's a leader, whether it's one person, whatever it is, but someone that's going to support you through times like this and also inspire you to keep moving forward. And look, if this means that you have to buy into a program or a course or something like that, like it, it's just about the best thing that your money can buy for your business right now. Like seriously, to be surrounded by a group of people or someone that can help you get through these tough times 
so you can be in a positive and better and more empowered state. So then you can take action in your business. It's just about the most important thing for you to get through times like this because there's no way known anyone can do this by themselves because the people that you look to are being supported by the people they look to. Um, the people that I look to right now for guidance and support, they're being guided and supported by people that they look to and vice versa, right? So it's just the way it is. We're all actually needing help right now. We're all needing support. So they're the top three things. Is The first thing is that t- uh, disconnect, yeah? Log out social media, no more news. Have a, uh, have a diet from watching the news. Take a break for two to three days and seriously disconnect and relax for two to three days, yeah? After you do that, start um, after two to three days, then do an activity that takes you probably, you know, half the day at least, yeah, half the day at least of something that's going to make you feel amazing and feel proud and accomplished and make you go, ah, make you go, ah. And then the last one is get back into things, um, but surround yourself and follow someone and get help and guidance to help you get through all these crazy times. But yeah, I hope everyone's staying safe and look, 100%, we're all going to get through this. Uh, I'm not saying that um, things aren't going to be, you know, easy, like things are going to be tough. Things are going to be really challenging for a lot of us over the next coming months and who knows, this thing might pass in a month, it might take three, it might take six, who knows what it is. You know, I did a post the other day and I ended that post with, during the darkest times is the biggest opportunity for growth and it is so, so true. So look, we're in dark times, yeah? The world is in dark times, but this is the biggest opportunity for growth in possibly all our lifetimes. So let's stay hopeful, let's stay positive, let's keep moving forward, and let's be that leader that so many people need right now. It's really important that you and I both step up for the people that need our help, our support, and our guidance, and be their strength right now. So we can do this, we will do this. Hey there, hope you enjoyed this week's episode. Make sure you click subscribe to stay up to date with podcasts that I release every couple of weeks. And if you've enjoyed the episode, please, I really, really appreciate it if you leave me a review. And you can also find me on Instagram at LukePage underscore underscore underscore.